0: Welcome to Mondo and Friends, presented by Verizon. My name is Mondo Fresco, and today we have actor, producer, fan favorite.
1: <laughs> Julio Macias.
0: Julio, how are you, brother?
1: I'm chilling, man. Thank you for having me,
0: brother. Man, I'm I'm super excited to have you uh we had one of your good friends jessica marie garcia yeah on on the show and and uh i think half of the show was just about him right <laughs> well this whole show is gonna be about her so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so tell me what's your favorite thing about jessica i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there. yeah we'll get there <laughs> i um I, I one of the things that, that i remember talking about was how you know your character in in All My Block was like a, a, a really a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um before we even get to that though, I want to backtrack a little bit, man. Before you were um in All My Block, um before you fell in love with um you know what you do, your mm-hmm. craft. Do you remember that that first spark that made you say, "You know what? This is what I want to do."
1: Uh so it goes so far back that there isn't like a moment, right? Yeah. It's it just kind of always been there like white noise in the background. And I was I always kind of knew in a way, right? Um but then there was also like no, I mean, I, I I can't do that, right? Somebody else can do that. I can't do that. So for for the longest time I wanted to be a zoologist, right? But then I wanted to be a zoologist like Steve Irwin, right? Or or like the crocodile hunter. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. yeah. Let me, uh, I'll, I'll study zoologies and then I'll get like a show and then I'll teach people about animals. Right? Yeah. Um, but no, I, so my, uh, my grandfather starting a, uh, a dubbing company in Mexico city and, uh, my dad started to be an architect, but then took over my grandfather's business. So I grew up when my dad was really mobilizing this company to go from like a group of just Actors doing, you know, kind of picking up random jobs from studios to like getting deals with yeah, ABC and Warner and things like that to dub, I think, Barney and then Friends and then things like that. So um, I grew up around actors just not. Well, I mean, obviously they did theater and, and film, but I just knew them as voice actors. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I thought that was really cool. I think that was like my first exposure to. All of it, right? Yeah. Also, um, my hesitance to go into acting wasn't so much like oh, I, I can't do that because so, someone like me can't do it, or because you know I'm just uh, a civilian, if you will, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, it it was more of um, well, I can't do that in the states, and that's where I would want to do it, mm-hmm. right? Um, because there was a whole bunch of other things that I've uh, taken layers that i've taken off about you know kind of not uh, colonials but like uh self mexican racism in a Mm. way right where they say that all the good stuff's over there anything here is bad are bad but soap operas are okay right (laughs) right right, right. (laughs) um but no i saw I, i i grew up uh watching sound engineers uh directors producers actors all on on this end and i saw oh there's a whole industry here right it's not just what we see on on the camera there's a whole process behind it Mm -hmm. um and so yeah when i finally decided to take the step and say i'm gonna i'm gonna go into acting it was more of a i'm gonna go into this industry i love this the idea of creating a world and all of the different you know um, elements that go into it so if if i i'm gonna shoot for acting because i think that that's why where, where my abilities would be best utilized mm-hmm. but if i don't make it there yeah, there's a plethora of jobs that i can land in right um so i that's why i, th- I say that it's kind of, it was always kind of like in the background right and and it was uh yeah until i uh i stepped into i stepped into it uh, i think high school right i, I did theater and it's interesting because Theater. When most people talk about it, it was like a safe haven for them, for mm-hmm. like a like a special place where they fit in, right? I felt like I had to break into that group. Yeah. Like, no, you don't belong here. And I was like, well, I don't belong out there. Where do I belong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the thing is, you you grew up in in Mexico, right? Yeah. And uh, were you? You came to the States when you were in elementary school still uh, or middle eight, school?
1: Eight years old, so elementary. Yeah, yeah. like third grade ish. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So <laughs> when you're you're in high school now, do you do you feel like you by that time, do you feel like you've you've adjusted? Yeah. yeah.
1: So I was uh I was talking to a friend about this about uh code switching or what I like to call the adaptability. Just there there's a there's this weird thing with code switching right where if, if it's if it's this passive aggressive thing that's put on you to mm-hmm. change who you are to better make to make someone else comfortable about that yeah, but <laughs> me being bilingual and moving around so often it became like a like a superpower for me to adjust and find and where do I fit in and then you know I would come in here and you know when I came to the states first. My dad said, "When you're going to learn learn English, you're going to watch Disney movies." Yeah. So that's why I, I I speak the way that I speak. It's because of, like I try to emulate the Disney Channel voice, right? And then when I got into school, it was like, "Oh, I I, I like skateboarding, I like snowboarding, so I'm going to fit in with that." And at that time, it was what you know, Blink One Eighty Two, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I I fell into the um, into the uh, uh, surfer you know, draw to it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then later on, I found out I through experience, finding out that, that that weird butting of heads between the Mexican-American community and the Mexican immigrant. Right. Mm-hmm. Where there's a there's a little bit of animosity. And once you study the history, you absolutely understand why. But there was a little bit of. A, I don't know why I didn't fit in with the Mexican-Americans right away. It wasn't until way later, until I was an adult, where i understood the animosity i understood where it was coming from that i could say not apologize but be like hey by no means in no way am i better than you right, right. or or this idea that you know oh, because you grew up here because you were born here uh you're not mexican right well i'm so more stuck in between right i'm i'm not <laughs> i'm not uh mexican american enough to be Mexican American, yeah. I'm not American enough to be American, and I'm no longer Mexican enough to just be Mexican, <laughs> right? So uh thankfully though, I think I've I've been able to maneuver. Um but yeah, so uh I adjusted who I was to to fit into to elementary school uh Sun Valley, you know, yep. out there. Uh and then I I readjusted when I went into middle school to fit into that like Christian school group, right? Um, although I believe that there's something higher than us, but religion really kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So there was always that, like, rebellious side of that Got in, it. in that school. And then when I went to Miami for high school, it was, like, a whole different experience, right? It was like, here, we don't speak Spanish unless we're in ha- at the house. Over there, it's like, you don't even need to speak English if you don't right, want to. Right, right, <laughs> right. Right? Um, and that was a whole other different thing where... Yeah. Um, over there, it's like this mainly this this Caribbean uh, Latin vibe, mm-hmm. um, and I I started noticing when I would speak Spanish, I would start to kind of sound Cuban Puerto Rican, and <laughs> it was very strange. And and, and my friends my parents also made a lot of Argentinian friends, and so like when I would hang out with them, somehow I started speaking with an Argentinian accent yeah, yeah, again <laughs> to try to like f- it wasn't at any point trying to deny who I was or trying to offend or make fun of anybody that's speaking to me. It, it was just a kid quickly trying to adapt. Right. right. Um, and I think I used those skills. Once I transitioned into acting, it was yeah, like, definitely. Oh, okay. I've been doing this my whole life, you know, and I'm still trying to figure out who I am. Right. But, <laughs> hey, uh, Hey man, we all are. Yeah. All right? it's all uh, good. <laughs> so yeah. So that's, that's a little bit of that, that
0: journey. Yeah, so at at this point, you decide to to go into we used to call it drama, uh, theater in in, mm-hmm. in high school. We called it drama. Was, did you call it drama as well? Mm-hmm. And uh, drama, drama class. So you get out of high school, and at that point, are you thinking I want to pursue this as as a
1: career? Yeah, uh, I think my my junior year was when the idea kind of like really set in. I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I want to be an actor. Um, everyone has their own way of expressing their dreams. Um, we talked about this a little bit before, where my parents and my family kind of taught me to, you know, work hard, keep your head down, don't make any splashes, don't make any waves, mm. just prove that you can be by doing it, not by saying you can do it. Right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a very humble way of of working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get stepped on a lot, for, for sure. sure. Um, but, hey, for better or worse, that's that's what was instilled in me and, and taught, yeah, right? Yeah, same. Um, and when I when I decided that I want to be an actor, and I told my parents, they were very supportive. Of it. I think my dad had this idea of like, oh, he'll go do that, and he'll use those skills to like continue the legacy that his father built, you know? continue the the company. My sister ended up taking over that uh, that business. Nice. Um, I told them. They said, "Okay, study as much as you can, right?" Uh, and I saw a lot of people, friends of mine, that were in in, in these classes with me. That that, oh, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do. But you know, um, and. At that time, not anymore. Looking in retrospect, I'm like, I wish I had that confidence. But at that time, it like irked me that they would speak about this as if it was going to happen, or without putting in the work, or just saying, "Oh, I'm just going to go to, you know, graduate high school, go to Los Angeles, right?" Yeah. I mean, that's what I did. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to graduate, go to Los Angeles, and it's just going to happen, right? Yep. And I'm like, well, you should train. You should be a trained thespian you should be you know you should you should be able to recite Shakespeare you should be able to you know perform on a dime right yeah uh and so senior year I decided all right that's what I'm going to do I applied to the colleges that I wanted to go to UCLA didn't get in NYU didn't get in um I got into a school in Pittsburgh uh went to Pittsburgh way too cold Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I said all right uh what other what you know I'm going to do general education because, uh, you know, uh, school is not necessarily important to me, but I find it super interesting. Uh, Math, history, science, these these are all subjects that I'm always constantly reading books on. So, you know, it it wasn't like college wasn't for me. It's just it didn't seem like the right path for what I was doing. Right. But a conservatory was. So I ended up going to uh, Circle and Square Conservatory in uh, New York City. Um, and again, being immersed in that theater world, right. Um, I, I, it was another realization of like, I, I love this isn't, this is great training and I will go back to the theater and I love going on stage, but this isn't what little kid in front of the TV wanted to do. He wanted Mm to create those big worlds, right. Those, those, those Jurassic parks, those ETs, right. Like, how do I do that? Uh, right. So then I switched it over to film school. Uh, and I did, you know, three years of film school and, um, and always pushing off auditioning. Like I always, I never wanted to be a kid actor, never wanted to be like a, like a young, I I, like all the roles that I wanted to play were 40, right? Like in a movie I would watch and everyone was like, Oh, I want to be that kid. It's like, I want to be that dad. (laughs) you know. (laughs) and so I said, Oh, I thought I have all the time in the world. Right. Right. In retrospect, I do wish that I would have started. I didn't start auditioning until I was 23. I wish I would have started earlier. Not because I wanted those roles, but because it took from 23 to 27 to book on my block. Wow. Right? It's it's the practice of, right. of that. You know, it's not necessarily... I'm going to audition and then I'm going to get a job and I'm going to be famous. And then it's going to be all this stuff. Right. It was the it's the it's the buildup. It's building that callus of rejection. Right. That's one of the number one things that we do in in our industry is just like be numb to rejection and take those punches because that's what it is. You know, you're going to get 300 no's before you get a maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, is that something that you do become numb to
0: or does it still sting from time to time?
1: It goes in stages, right? <laughs> like, when I was doing com- only commercial work, uh, I became numb to it really quickly, yeah. right? And then um, I started auditioning for TV, and then there were certain roles that I really wanted, and then I started becoming numb to it. Uh, now, there's like, uh, not only film roles, but also like, limited series, Right, that you're just like, Oh, right. So now I feel like I'm in that next stage where I need to build up that callus again of just because you didn't get this movie or that project doesn't mean that it's never going to happen to you. You just right. got to, you know, build it up again. So it comes and goes. You
0: know, I, I, I don't remember the the gentleman's name, um, but he he's uh, I believe he's an Asian American actor, mm-hmm. um, was in a Spielberg Spielberg movie as a kid
1: oh uh yeah uh yeah yeah. i don't remember his name but yeah he's yeah from everything everywhere all at once right now yeah 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 Yeah.
0: and 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 he was he was i heard him talking about how uh it took him many 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 years um before booking another role he stepped back from acting came back and uh once he decided to do that like and and fully um just 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 be in in it and and commit to, to acting again, he got his another big break, yeah. you know? Um, and now he's, like, winning awards and stuff like that, <laughs> which is crazy, man. So, yeah, like, go, going back to what you're saying, that, you know, just because you're not booking, you know, one, two, three auditions right. later, yeah. it doesn't mean you're not going to get the fourth or, or the fifth, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a numbers game, sort it's, of. A, it's
1: right? 100% a numbers game. And there's so much that doesn't have to do with your ability or your talent. Right. There's so much, right? Um deciding factors between what the writer wants, what the director wants, what uh, the producers and the studios want. Um, you know, this. I, I like what James Cameron is doing. And I know there's a lot of actors that are hesitant towards motion capture, but I like that world because then um, physical appearance even falls even further back than what it is right now. Right. Yeah. It used to matter a whole lot and then it mattered a little bit less and it matters a little bit less and it, it still matters in a certain sense now, but it's much less than before. I feel like that's going to be the next step of like almost relevant. It never will be irrelevant, but yeah. almost irrelevant. Right?
0: Yeah. No, I I I agree. I think uh, we're going to see more of that too, man. Mm-hmm. You know, with with uh, with VR and and AI, just like everything the way it's going, I, f- I think we're going to see more of.
1: You have to embrace the technology, man. Yeah, I think because. And there's, there's actors that through,
0: through, um, through AI um, are becoming younger again. I know like Will Smith did a movie like that. Yeah. There's a few people that have done um, like big actors who, who are now playing younger versions of themselves, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, is, which is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure as a creative, like
1: you're totally about that. Uh, so right now I'm doing a video game and it's the first video game that I've ever done. And at first, there was a little bit of an apprehension just because I'd never done it. But I was like, "No, this is this is great training for where the world is going, right?" Yeah, uh, you're to- you're in Tony Hawk Pro Skater
0: thirty thirty four. <laughs> I wish, I wish, man, that'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> but there's there's this cool idea um once they were taking reference pictures and we haven't started doing any acting yet so uh, we haven't worked in 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 the in the room I guess um but there's a lot of things that come to mind when they're like oh we can like change this make this ad- adapt this you know fix this look or or you know alter this 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 view or whatever um and then I thought man I'm going to I'm going to give performances in a virtual world uh that then other people are going to be able to control an avatar version of me in that world yeah but the move to the left or move to the right they control that but the action they're going to record those actions and it's my expression of julio looks different moving to the left than he does moving to the right yeah um and that's crazy. That's that's a different that's a that's a whole fourth dimension level of performance, right? Uh-huh. Well, first you had the stage and it's just the actor up there, and then you had film, and then it's the film is capturing the actor in different, you know, places and but and now it's someone else kind of controlling you, but you're still there, your soul is still there. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah. it's trippy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds that sounds uh, intense, man. It sounds yeah. like, in, like other world type of stuff. Yeah, Yo, like next.
1: yeah. There's obviously like an incredibly dark side to that, but
0: animation. Have you done that?
1: Or you, Would you be interested in animation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be super down. I love voice. Again, growing up around voice actors, it, the idea of just throwing your voice and doing all of these different, you know, things. Uh, that's super, super. You super. have any impressions? i need good ones
0: <laughs> i do a mean mickey you guys want to hear it yeah <laughs> oh boy that's it that's all i got <laughs> thank you guys thank you thank you hold your applause <laughs> thanks for holding your applause man i appreciate that Take it Take it um listen man uh we had jessica marie uh as as we were talking about and uh she was just talking about how um deep you got into your character uh and there was so much depth to your character um i heard that initially they were only going to have you maybe three episodes or so and then yeah how do you go from only being being written in a show three episodes and then becoming a fan favorite how does
1: how does that happen dude um So I don't know if it was specifically like three episodes and it was written more into the first season. I know that it was the character definitely developed after the first season substantially. Um, And the conversation that I had with the creators was just, we have something in our minds, right? Um, But then the performer, the actor brings something that says, oh, this toolbox is much bigger than we thought. Let's utilize it, yeah. right um, and I guess that well, I don't like patting myself in the back, but
0: yeah man do it
1: do it <laughs> yeah it's uh, uh yeah, it's uh, preparation meets opportunity with a little bit of luck, right um, I that world was something that I was exposed to adjacently, you know I, d- I didn't live in In the barrio, if you will right
0: yeah so so for before you yeah. even go into that, um for those that don't know, on my block, you were on on the show on my block yeah um and and tell me about your your character and and yeah. uh, and
1: hey, what what you played <laughs> um in in that, so uh you know Oscar is the um, the leader of this uh protective group, this gang, yeah um in this fictional town called Free Ridge. And uh the way that I looked at him is he was a uh a product of his surroundings, mm-hmm. right? And more than like necessarily um a scarface type person that had this ambition and just was I don't know it's hard to say but like definitely not morally rot where it was you know this was an evil person right no this this is mm-hmm. someone that's adapting to the situations that that he you know is surrounded with and by um and you know growing up in mexico city uh are exposed to a lot but also blind to it you know i'm i'm, I'm reading a book right now uh, that's talking about how in, in 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 mexico we don't we don't talk about racism oh we're not racist we're classists it's like well the classes have a very particular skin tone right right and colorism you know, colorism yeah and 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 it's not it's not talked about because we're all mestizos well that's a yes yes and no because it's a it's a mythology that we've uh created to make ourselves feel better yeah. right um racistas los americanos like that you know right. Ku Klux clan that's racist well no this is different this is it's yeah. like well yes and no right um and then when we moved to the states uh you know my my family kind of my dad's business doing starting to do well and gonna you know, kind of moving into middle class and uh sun valley is essentially horse country right but it's also it's also has kind of its little you know pockets areas and so I, I I grew up going to the park and seeing these cookouts and this culture that is so similar to mine but also different, right? Yeah. And I found it so interesting, and I couldn't understand why my mom wouldn't let me just go over there, right? Like we would go to the park and, uh, well, a bit of a disclaimer, we moved to the States because uh, uh, we got held up uh, at gunpoint in, in a car. My dad was taken for, I don't know, an hour or two because wow. uh, of the, the kill switch. There was like a little thing that he needed to do that he didn't do. So they came back and and got him. So when we moved to the States, it was my mom was like in super, super protective mode. Right. Um, So the things that she was exposing me to, uh, and this is something that we talk about now. And she's like, I, I, I don't regret it because I was protecting you, but there are things that I should have let you be exposed to. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, And let you grow and let you learn and let you, you know, but at the time it was, i a bear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, so I always, they were always around and I always saw it and I always found it super interesting and, you know, um, and I always found the car is beautiful, right? Like yeah. just, um, but I didn't know the, the reason for it, right? Yeah. I didn't understand, you know, the, the big shorts or, you know, the shoes or everyone shaving their heads. I like, there was an aesthetic that I thought was so cool and interesting, but I, I didn't know anything about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so when I booked this show, um, I started doing a lot of research and, and talking to anybody that would talk to me about that. And, uh, you know, I had enough friends in Bull Heights to kind of go over there and, and talk yeah. and, 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 and then I started, you know, it was like, I, I'm not going to do a caricature. I'm not just going to watch, you know, um, I mean, these great movies, but like, I'm not just going to watch blood in blood out and just copy that. Yep. Right? Um, I'm going to try to figure out how this culture got here, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be a history. Right. Um, and so I started reading and I started researching, you know, what was, you know, what happened with the Zutzu riots, what right. happened before then with, uh, you know, the, the the trains that sent people that were already here back to Mexico, right? Yeah. Uh and how these protective groups started to form, right, outside of what you would consider the law or, or this, this these established, um, you know, groups that yeah. were set to protect, but they were protecting a certain type of lifestyle and not others, right? Um, then, like most things, like politics, like anything, it, it can become, and it did become corrupted, right, right? Um, and but at the same time, it was like a means to an end. You know, I had to they had to not everybody, but certain people that were protective said, all right. I can't make the money that I need to make to protect my neighborhood this way, so I'm going to do it this other way. Mm. Right. And that's kind of what I tried to bring in to Oscar to, you know, he was. Sometimes his ambitions got the better of him, but for the most part, he was doing all of this, all of it right to protect his brother right all of it all of it all of it. and i always came back to that i was just like what is the reason for this protection right protection for for the brother and um and yeah i learned a lot from from these communities and 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 um and i try to hold respect to them and i you know i, I can't justify a, a violent crime but i can try to understand the circumstances that lead people to live in that life um and yeah i i hesitate to to do another role like that because i felt it was so um encapsulating and and not not time consuming but like encapsulating you're invested i was invested in 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 this right and i would hate to do something else similar. And then it just becomes a copy of that. And then, it's, right. Oh, now you're just playing into that trope. Right. And it no longer has the meaning that it did before. Someone that did come from the life and keeps representing it. That's amazing. That's incredible. That's someone saying, Hey, this culture exists and it needs to be presented in different lights. Yeah. All shades that it exists in. Right. Uh, for me that I'm like, one or maybe two steps removed from it that I understand it and I was exposed to it and around it growing up but not in it. Uh I think this is uh my my uh it was my opportunity to explore it, to understand it, uh hopefully shine it in a brighter light um and then let it let it stay there. Yeah.
0: Right? Jessica was telling me that you were in in a in a in the zone, I guess you can call it like yeah. on set, and you know, obviously she knows you as 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 her friend, <laughs> right? As Julio, yeah. And uh, she would look over to you, and she would see that that you were like in it, right? You were you were Oscar mode, you were invested, and she was like, oh. I'm gonna let him be right now, you know. So, so, so yeah, like you, you would. I mean, what would you call your style of of, of acting? I guess
1: uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as saying, you know, the the infamous method, right? Yeah. Um, because there's something incredibly uh, dangerous and toxic about it. I th- I feel. I think. If it's done right and if it's done correctly and, and and you know the 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 performer can do everything in their power to avoid being <laughs> then you know use your use whatever you know thing you you need to use right um I've heard too many unnecessary stories uh of actors that even that I even look up to that I was just like yeah but but why? <laughs> if you can walk to the bathroom, why are you having the crew pick you up and take you there so that you, like, I, and you see it in the performance and you're like, that's why it's like, yes, but you can keep that concentration and use the legs that, you know, the almighty anything <laughs> gave you to go to the bathroom, my dude. Right. I think. Um, But there is something to be said about staying in that zone. Right. Yeah. So did you do,
0: do that for, yeah. for, for Oscar? You were. Yeah, for sure. You were you were Oscar on set like yes all the time
1: yeah I didn't take him necessarily to the trailers or when you know uh, lunch breaks or before or after well it did spill out into after (laughs) which is (laughs) dangerous at times Um, but it was also the 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 spilling it after was a realization that um, my appearance right now is a choice uh, and I'm being treated differently i got pulled over just incrementally just an insane amount of times you Wow. Know? um question why i was walking in my neighborhood you know people moving out of the way for me walk and me being like a pretty scraggly skater kid like it was not, like no one had ever been scared of me my entire life so to embody that for you know however month however month, many months it was it it did uh, trigger a lot of things, right? Wow. And, and it was a a very interesting shift, and and I got angry, right? I got angry that I was just like, this is a choice that I'm making, but it's also the reality of somebody else, right? And because it's the reality of somebody else that, based on how they look, that, yeah, that's how they get treated, and that's right. how they've been treated their whole life. And then so I was like, what's wrong? What's what's with, the, what's with the attitude? And I was like, because you've been treating them a certain way, they little they were little kids, right? Yeah. And I was saying like when I when I was a kid and I would watch you know, uh those cookouts in in, in in my neighborhood. Like I didn't want to necessarily go up and like hang out with the adults, but there was kids there that grew up in that, right? And I wanted to go play with those kids, but my mom was like, yo, no, 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 no. Hijo, es que no sabes y I was like, I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. It looks like they're having a blast over <laughs> yeah. there, right? Um, <laughs> they got some oldies bumping. Like, yeah, let me go exactly, hang out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? Like, mom, I'm tired of these, Miguel, please. Please, <laughs> please I gotta... <laughs> um, uh, but on set, it, like from the moment that I got transported from... The dressing room to set, that was like my moment to kind of like zone in. Um, and I think everyone gave me my space because I wasn't an asshole, right? Uh, because everyone was like, oh, he's a he's a nice, cordial person who, who uh, respects what we do, so let's respect what he's doing, right? So if they saw me start to pace and I had my mantra and I had like these things that I would repeat to myself to kind of get into the voice into the into the body and everything like that when when people would see that they kind of like disappeared and however people some people took it as like oh he's like super like yeah and, and, and it was but it was more for me to zone in into that yeah right um but i still had to be aware the director's like hey move to your left move to your right i can't be like what <laughs> you know, it's like I gotta move to the left to the right. <laughs> what you say, I say. Yeah, what you say, <laughs> right? Um, uh, another thing that you know people kind of underestimate is like, oh, you were you were so badass and uh, intimidating. Well, I was only as badass or intimidating as my uh, fellow actors allowed me to be. Yeah. Right. And that's why I I, I went out of my way to be as friendly and open to my castmates as I possibly could mm. so that they would trust me. So they'd say, Oh, I know that if Julio charges at me and grabs me, he's never going to hurt me. Right. 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 Like I'm safe here. He's going, it's going to, it's going to be intense. It's going to be there, but he's never going to hurt me. Right? right. And, uh, and I, and I noticed my, my friendship with, with all of these people who I speak to, to this day. Yeah. Right. Um, I earned their trust, which allowed them to uh, shift that balance of power on screen, which allowed my character to do what he needed to do. So, again, it's I feel it's always a collaborative effort, you know, between everybody.
0: For sure. (laughs) There were moments um, that I was that I was scrolling on social media and I would see you pop up on on my screen (laughs) cuz you as as both as your character and as yourself as julio <laughs> would go viral because it was just like this whole thing right like obviously the popularity of uh, on my block was was massive mm-hmm. um and then again going back to your character being a a fan favorite um, there, there, there were clips often just going viral of you know Oscar, your character, you know, doing something, you know, on off offset. Or I, I remember there was a clip of you, um, cooking carne asada. Yeah, I got, right. I
1: got tight with the uh, with the catering. So, uh. so for those that haven't seen
0: it, describe <laughs> that
1: that video. <laughs> yeah, it was um around the time of Sal Sal um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it already been like, it already had passed, right? But uh, I had asked the 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 um, the catering company something about like, you know, we're always getting fish and pork and stuff like that, or it's fish, chicken and pork. But I never see any carnes. And as much as like, well, you know, um, someone asked to please not. As like, but we're already meeting meat or something like that. Blah, blah. Anyways, one day they're like, "Hey, Julio, mira lo que trajimos, güey," and they had that, and it's like, I was like, "Oh, but don't burn it. Oh, do you want to do it? Psh, I can do it, you know." So I went on the other side, and I was kind of like messing around with it, and and, uh, and uh, yeah, I was like, I served a couple of plates, not too many, and it was kind of funny to see people, you know. And then I would emulate every single you know, cook that I've seen uh, on the streets both in Mexico and here in LA. Yeah, you know? every taquero. What do you need? Now, salsita, what's going on? What do you want? Salt, 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 less salt, what's going on, Red sauce, green sauce, green sauce, green sauce, more onion, look, more salt? Salve, 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 salve. Um, So that was just, it was fun, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and, and but again. But you were dressed in, in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in
0: your character's attire and yeah. you had the the whole the whole get up man yeah so i think that made it extra special i think yeah
1: and it's it's interesting there's a there was a there was a moment there was a spike in in the and i i completely understand why right so there's there's no ill will in in, in any way there was a there was a huge uptick um in people who are in the life who really like the character and the minute that they started learning that i wasn't that yeah, oh, poser, that guy. You know, all, as they should, right? As they should, because they've been burned so many times before, right? Um, and I, I'm glad that the community as a whole kind of embraced that and and saw that I, at no point my my intention was to make fun of this character or or this you know community. And it was more of uh, my best attempt to sh- to to do the work that was given me. Yeah. Um, so so there was there was a, 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 I guess like a no pl- it, there was a, it, it was more of a I noticed it I don't really like read social media posts but it was more when I would meet people in real life and they would get really excited and then I would start talking and then I would just watch their excitement slowly like oh okay cool yeah can I take a picture with you then It's like yeah, can you do the face? <laughs> like, yeah, I can do the face right um and it and it was like and and i and I and i I get it because for the longest time, because I was exposed to um uh voice actors and all this thing that like, I, I, I never thought that I couldn't be an act. My, my thing of not being an actor is like, Oh, I couldn't do the United States because I didn't live in the United States. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was never because I, no one like me is on TV or no one that, you know, looks like me or part of my community is on, is on screen or is at the level that I would, that I would want them to be. When I started going to schools and, um, doing interviews and, and fans would come up to me, especially younger, you know, younger fans, there was this, oh, man, I was absolutely smack-talking the the power of representation on screen, right? This is something that Jessica knows very, very well. Yeah. I had to learn it. I was like, yeah, do it. Be an actor. Like, Julio, no, we have to show them they can be an actor. It's like, no, show me how to be an actor. I just want to be an actor. <laughs> He's like, well, that's you. That's your story. That's not everyone's, right? Right. So I think for people that, um, thought that I was that found out that I wasn't right. It was a little bit of a, oh man, that sucks. Right. And so that's why I, I think I try to live my life um, as, uh, as plainly and truthfully as I can Yeah. Uh, moving forward so that I can be uh, hopefully uh, a blank canvas to my entire Latino community, you know, that, that's
0: that's so interesting how people were walking up to you, <laughs> believing that you would be this character. Hoping. I think hoping and wishing and like, yes,
1: finally, we got one, right? Or something like that, right?
0: Yeah. Hey. Because, I mean, you know, you watch a, a film and I'm not walking up to, to Christian someone. Christian Bale be like, Batman! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you mean you're not Batman? Oh, man. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. Can you do the Bat- <laughs> Can you do the Batman face? Can you do the Batman face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's not happening. The fact that it was it was happening to you is it, it, such a I I th- I th- I take it as as a, I would take it as a compliment. Yeah, because for sure. You humanize this character. You made him mm-hmm. real for people to think that this is this is who this person was. Right. Yeah. I remember um, kind of stepping away from from. Well, I mean, I was going to say, stepping away from humanizing a character, but at the same time, um, one of my uh, our buddies, uh, Frankie Quiñones.
1: Yeah, Frankie.
0: Um, he, he does a, a Cholo character, right? Yeah. Cholo fit. Um, and uh, he, he's so good with, with his, his, his comedy. And I feel like your character and, and his character <laughs> are obviously very different. But he does a, a great job of humanizing his his character too, and yeah. and in his own comedic, funny way. I remember when I first watched, and I told him this many times when I first watched Cholo Fit, I thought he was a, a, <laughs> Legit, a Cholo, yeah. and I was like, man, this is this is genius. The fact that you know this guy is now becoming uh, a fitness instructor, <laughs> right, right, right? And he uh, was going viral and all that, and then yeah, I mean, I found out he he wasn't, and I was like, wow, like. He's he's really good, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's
1: what there's they get also, from you. There's also a lot of uh truthfulness that you could see that he's 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 soaked up, uh in in that community at least, right? Yeah. Like so, um, I mean, never say never. You don't you don't know the quality of a of a, a script or the direction that a, a certain director might take you. in. For sure. But like, I would feel comfortable making fun of someone from Mexico City. I wouldn't necessarily be comfortable making someone fun of someone from Oaxaca, you know, especially like making them seem like, like some country hick, because I don't, I, since I wasn't raised in, in a country setting, I, you know, I can make light of something without understanding the struggle behind it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. uh, that's why comedy's hard, bro. Like you gotta have some to do comedy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, that was also something for me when when there was uh more comical and lighter moments later on in in spooky's thing it, you know i was very careful to play don't play the comedy play the realism of it and let right the circumstances around it be funny but not don't make fun of that because yeah. you're already running on thin ice representing this it up by making fun of it right yeah. yeah um but that was that's that's me frankie though he's great have you seen a stand-up like yeah 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 dude, he's he's a genius yeah man <laughs> he's great he he plays
0: a bunch of different characters that yeah he, that he again like make, you know humanizes them on on stage yeah. um and uh yeah I, mean, I love his show too uh um, oh yeah dude. This, fool. this fool yeah um
1: it took. i gotta tell you i mean again it's this weird like immediate competitiveness as if there's not enough space for all of us right (laughs) i I remember watching the 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 seeing the the uh the billboards and i was like man come on and then i watched the first episode i was like all right let me watch the second one damn they got me it's good yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, but there is space you know there there is there is an, especially now with so many different streamers and so many different, uh, platforms, right? Mm. Everybody obviously wants to be whatever the equivalent of the stranger theme time, the, the, the version, uh, the Netflix version of primetime slots. Yep. Everyone wants to be there, right? But also now there's so many different outlets where people can find an audience, right? Uh, that I think that now we're living in a great, great time to 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 have multiple this fold, right? Yeah. Multiple whatever it might be, right? Right.
0: right. Yeah. I, I mean, I I often think about um, the years of network television, and you only had you know on that <laughs> dial a certain amount of channels, um, which also I feel like that still pertains to mm-hmm. to Spanish. Uh, television, yeah. you know, you either watch Telemundo or Univision, or maybe some a few, like a handful of of channels, and that's all you have, right? Mm. Like my parents only watch like five channels,
1: yeah, <laughs> you
0: know. But that's what that's what that was. Um, back in the day it was just network tv you only lived on like nbc abc and so on right mm-hmm. um now there's just like a massive amount of, of streaming services and production companies doing films and and the series like you said there, there's still the network shows and there's still so th- there's just more opportunity mm-hmm. for for that i feel which is a yeah. beautiful thing
1: yeah and uh do we want more of um our people, sure, but also just a diverse, a diversification of the um, elites, and I don't mean elites as in uh, cabal, Illuminati, but like uh, the, the, <laughs> the 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 pinnacle of each profession: directing, writing, acting, people in front and behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, of course we want it, um, but I think that sometimes we're too stuck on trying to get to 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 that peak. And we're not looking around and seeing how many mountains are actually out there. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's the only one. It's like, why is that the only one? <laughs> yeah. What's, uh,
0: your ideal, that dream role of yours?
1: I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't have one. I, I, I like the idea of switching it up. So if I do this, this time, I want to do something different the next time. Um, And, uh, I also just, just like, you know, I had the opportunity to do with Oscar. I want roles that I can, um, completely fade into, right. Uh, to the point where they are, uh, unrecognizable from myself. Right. Mm. Uh, so character work is something that I really, really like. Um, and I hope, and I wish that get more and more opportunities of this. Right. Uh, Someone was talking about like, like, do you want to do you want to just like voice a monkey? And I'm like, if I get to like put inflictions into the monkey, like, yeah, absolutely, I would like to voice a monkey, right? Like this, um, this idea of me complete and going back to James Cameron pushing the envelope with Avatar and things like that, like that that sounds really interesting to me to to to, to really really blend in and disappear into a character. That's that's for me. It, the pinnacle of, of my career would just to be to have constant opportunities where I get to blend in mm. seamlessly into whatever work I'm doing. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and I, and I feel like you can do that, man. I feel like, I feel like Hopefully, you man. will do that. Yeah. I you know, something that I, I talk about um, here on the show is that we have a uh, guest coming in mm-hmm. and they'll say, man, one of my dreams is to do this. One of my dreams is to do that. And, you know, within, within weeks, months, Mm -hmm. it happens, right? Like, man, I just want to book a a feature or I want to meet Rihanna or I want to, you know, like that type of thing. And it happens. So put it on the
1: universe, man. Well, this, uh, weird mustache thing that I got going on. Um, (laughs) it's, it's my, uh, manifestation for, uh, a very particular role that when it was passed in front of me, I found it. I was like, this is, this is awesome. Um, and it's been a process and the process is still ongoing um but uh yeah i would i would love to play this historical character and and bring light to the significance that he had on uh not only his time but pop culture all the way till it till now right um and i don't want to burn myself by saying anything else. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to burn you either yeah. man you know
0: uh with with 2023 um, kicking off, uh what what do you want to do more of uh in 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 your career in life in general?
1: Uh I want to be more present. I'm uh I think I'm a very um thoughtful person, not in the sense of like, oh I, I'm thought <laughs> like I think too much. I I, yeah. I I analyze, I deconstruct, I question, and I, you know, um both historical and civil issues. Uh, I, I'm i not per se an advocate. I don't go out and, you know, if I'm asked to go out on the streets, and, you know, I, I will. But I like to go into my study and break it down. How did we get here? Why are we here? What can we do? Yes, voting helps. Um, advocating helps. You know, uh, representation helps. But there are... Deeper systemic things that can be changed, right? And what are those big things? And I just like break them down, and blah, 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 blah. and then sometimes I realize that I'm I'm so fixated on on deconstructing something abstract that I'm not here, that I'm not present, right? Um, I I got sucked into this idea of castability, right? Um, and I thought that. Uh, playing well after after the success of On My Block I thought oh great now people will see me as an actor right mm-hmm. um, and yes they have but then it turned into oh but then Julio and then suddenly everything I was you know even though the role said um, uh, all open ethnicity once you got to the set and you're like no this was clearly a, a, a Latino man of slightly darker complexion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh in this and, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm getting already clack clack, clack 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 why why is that, right?" And then I'm the the book that I'm reading by the Teno, the Noche Huerta, he's talking about the how that's happening to him in Mexico City, but how I see the parallels here in the United States. And though I still am going to finish reading the book and uh, examine all of this, um for me personally getting angry about it and frustrating about it hasn't helped thus this far. So let me just do what I do, which is acting Mm -hmm. and do it as well as I can. And you know, that way push past that. Right. So 2023, I want to live here today. Now the present, the present. do you do mindfulness? Don't I don't. How do you take care of your mental health? I do. Uh, I do therapy. Uh, once a week, I, I, I talk to somebody, I've been doing that for about three years now. Um, I used to, I mean, still drink, but I had like a serious drinking habit, <laughs> where it was, uh, it, it, it was going past the point of drinking with people. And it was just me drowning myself, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had to deconstruct that. Um, and then I started doing therapy, because I, I unfortunately, I equated and have equated uh, mindfulness meditation with my bugs with religion. Mm. right and it's it's someone telling you that this is the answer anyone that tells me that this is the answer immediate middle finger for me right <laughs> um but then again when i think about it what am i doing when i'm when i'm smoking because it's not like i don't tend to watch i mean i do but like i don't listen to music or tend to watch movies i, I sit there yeah and i and i hear right and i'm like oh that's <laughs> I'm, I'm meditating in, in a way right um so yeah, I I, I I talk to a therapist about traumas, uh, issues, and how she helps me kind of reframe those things in in a in a positive way. Yeah, right. Uh, and then I also just uh, take my time to sort of. But then again, like it, there are there are moments where, even though I have. Uh, my conflicts with you know the 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 Christian faith and the Catholic Church in particular. Um there are moments where I'm like Padre nuestro que en los cielos santificados sea tu nombre and I pray that way because it's how I was taught. Yeah. Even though I'm not You don't practice it Yeah that's daily. what comes out right in, yeah. a, in a moment of need and in a moment of desperation that's how i communicate to whatever it is yeah and then after i do the the opening ceremony if you will then i then i have the hey uh, please don't let this plane go down right yeah, yeah, yeah. please uh you know help this person get better yeah please help me get better right um And then again, maybe this is the the inbred uh, Catholic guilt, but I I rarely ask for things. Yeah. Um, I work for things. I work for things really hard, but I never, like, I was talking to Annie about this. We did a a short together and she's just like, manifest, manifest, manifest. It's clearly working for her. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but I just, I, I, whenever I do it, I feel like I shouldn't be asking. Right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't like, not that I don't deserve it, but like, I don't know, there's this weird, there's this weird disconnect where I'm like, it's not, it, it's not a, it's not a wish jar. Yeah. It's a, in absolute time of needs, pull the red cord. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I think we're manifesting.
0: It's just about putting things out in, in the universe and, and not necessarily like always asking. Mm-hmm. It's more so just like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do, I'm going to land this. I'm going to, you know, you know, I'm going to get my, I'm going to, I'm getting a new car this year. I'm getting a, you know, I I think it's more so just putting it out and as they say into the universe, right? Yeah. Um, and whether that's you just talking to yourself and just saying it out loud Mm -hmm. or you sharing it with people. I personally don't share much with people. Yeah. I'm a private person in that, in that sense. But I'll say it like I'll say um, this year I'm doing this. This year I'm, you know, and and you 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 have to just you know it's it's, it's the it's I believe in in energies right. So right. like if 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 you um we jokingly talk about how if you say man I I never win anything, you know, then you're not gonna win anything. Right. Right. If you're like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to win I'm going to I'm going to win this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to you know the putting that out, the energy out is is um is powerful.
1: I I I attribute part of me getting spooky from me being like this is mine. Yeah. I read it. I I saw it and I was like this is this is a different representation of this type of character that I've ever seen or read. I'm I'm going to do this. This is mine and it was right um but it's always in in retrospect that it's like you said in 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 private um yeah i i'll say wouldn't it be cool to do this or have this (laughs) right and then if it happens then then you know because i mean living in los angeles doing what we do sometimes it's like when you ask somebody and it's it's, no fault of this that's how we're you know conditioned Is like how are you doing? Oh, well, you know, I really want to do this and this and this project and that project. And, and then I'm going to do this over here. And I'm like, so those are all things that you're doing. How are How are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I wasn't yeah, asking yeah, yeah. you about your projects. You yeah. know? And it's like, it's always this this need to validate yeah. your existence here by telling people all of the things that you're doing that it's like, that's why it's worth me being in Los Angeles. It's like, hey, bro, it's okay. You could You can live here. You can be here. It's fine. Yeah. You deserve to be here. You're okay to be here. Um, I I tend to not talk about all the things that I'm doing with like certain people, obviously, like, I, but in general, I like, oh, how was your day? It's, uh, had some dope breakfast. I watched The Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Just my daily stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I I think um, it's
0: important to to like you said to. To be good with with yourself, right? And um just be prep being present is such a huge part of that. Um I do I practice mindfulness from time to time and mm-hmm. and and for me, mindfulness is just um grounding myself. Like just like yourself, um thinking, I think a lot, right? Like and and I catch myself, sometimes I'm still in bed, Julio, and I'm you know I may still have my eyes closed, and I'm starting to think, I got to do this, I gotta do that, and then mm-hmm. you know this week of this is happening and 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 I'm like, whoa it's it just it's I get overwhelmed quickly, so what I do is 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 just think about the present that's for me, that's mindfulness, right? Like think mm-hmm. about the present and and ground myself, okay I'm hey, you know what? I'm in bed, all right let me <laughs> what am I feeling? I'm feeling the, the covers over me, the pillow, okay, it's comfy you know do I hear something do I hear the, the birds outside okay so i it, it just i just ground myself and I, and and that helps me with with anxiety mm-hmm. it helps me with with depression uh, you know and 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 so you know i recommend it man
1: yeah no i'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll i'll do more of it cuz i feel like i i need to and I also think that my my the i ask so many questions that i definitely acting will always be a, a part of my career but I think down the road, I will transition into um, producing and bringing the whole project together, right? Because I've noticed, uh, I've been noticing a lot in in castings uh, where I'll push back, you know, uh, hey, they want you for this. Oh, but... I'm not Native American. It's like, I know, but but like you did the the to the 23 andme me and it says that you're 34%, you know, it's <laughs> like, yeah, but I wasn't raised in the culture and, you know, the it's a complicated conversation in Mexico to be mestizo and in a mix and I don't know like I know what tribe I'm from because I researched it, but I don't know anything about that, you know. Right. Or uh um this idea of uh of playing different sexualities where it's like yes, I'm comfortable and cool with it, but I also have enough friends who actually identify as that, who are phenomenal actors. Why aren't they getting these opportunities? Like, I don't know. I'm not their agent. I'm your agent. (laughs) (laughs) But this opportunity has been presented to you, right? And I break all these different things down that um, might be stopping me from reaching that next thing in acting, but I think will be really good for producing. Yeah. All these questions about... uh, what kind of stories? Where do they take place? You know, uh, inclusivity. You know, take ex- inclusivity out of it. What are the? Who are the best actors for the for these roles? Who are the best people in, this, in these positions? Um, it's like this giant puzzle that I feel like my mind is really well calibrated for. Now I just need the experience to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like you reverse engineer.
1: Yeah, a lot yeah, of a different lot of things. It, yeah. yeah
0: yeah no that's that's great man i mean that's you're you're uh you're creative at the end of the day
1: yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. it's you know it's, uh, and and acting is just one of the things that you do yeah it's it's the thing that I'm doing the most at the moment, right, but it's by no means i think the the end of it
0: <laughs> for sure for sure man.
1: now um for
0: someone that and 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 i I would love if you can be honest with yeah. with me on this man because it's it's close to my heart um and and uh I heard you mentioning that you were at one point in your life struggling with with alcohol mm-hmm. right um how did you get out of that how were you able to overcome that that struggle with with alcohol yeah alcoholism.
1: Uh, so i my process hasn't allowed me to get to the point of calling myself an alcoholic although a lot of my behavior could be considered that yeah um and that was mainly going to a lot of uh a meetings and this idea of surrender i don't like to surrender (laughs) i'll be (laughs) humble and i will i will collaborate i will never get in your way but this idea of absolute surrender yeah uh, it's something that i have a a hard time with right um but what helped me was oh um, i just had too many drinks because we were celebrating i just had too many drinks because i was sad I just, you know, I've had too many drinks because I was bored. Yeah. It's like, well, no, you know, you're just having too many drinks and it can't be those threes. What, what is it deeper? What is, what are you drowning? What are you, you know, the, there are personal issues, but the, the biggest one is me uh, feeling like a fraud or feeling like I don't deserve this, right. Mm -hmm. Or someone else deserves this more than I do right uh the position that i'm in the the privileges that i have the 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 passes that i've gotten right like man some someone else deserves this more than i so um coupled with me being <laughs> at times overly nice and overly uh, accommodating to people um that turned um since at that time I wasn't really working out, that would, like, I would, I would be very, very nice to people and accommodating to people, but then I would go home and just black out, uh, because I was, it's like, man, I should have, I should have said something. I shouldn't have backed down. I shouldn't have done this, you know, and, um, it's an ongoing process, right? Because again, uh, I have had amazing, beautiful times with, Drinking with my family or with friends yeah. in a, in a celebratory positive mode. Right. It's when everyone else is done and I want to open that next bottle. Right. Then I'm no longer drinking for the purpose that we're all here socializing. Now it's, it's something else and it's something different. And, um, man, I've, you know, I've I cracked my skull because I, fell off a balcony because I was too drunk, you know, um, I felt through glass because I've passed out on a glass table, you know? Um, and these were all, they weren't, they weren't cries for help. It, for me, it felt like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Don't ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey you really need to talk I don't if I, if I wanted to talk I can talk to you I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be you know drinking this bottle right um, until I realized that I did need to talk, but I didn't need to talk to everybody yeah, right it wasn't i didn't I didn't need to and I don't feel like I need to explain myself to everybody why I, you know why I drank as much as I did right um, but I did need to come in this therapist, I did need to confine and kind of deconstruct and and, and break it down what i was drowning yeah right and once i realized what i was drowning or one of the many things that i was drowning the big one right then i said oh there's no amount of liquid that i can take that's gonna wash that away yeah so let me just deal with it and let me process it and let me you know, the the thing about therapy that people don't understand is they think that it's gonna solve your problems, that it's gonna make everything go away. It's the opposite, in a way. It amplifies all of these things so they're at the forefront. And then just like lifting weights, you become stronger at holding those things. But those things are much more present now. Yeah. And I feel like I'm better at, at handling them and holding them now. Um, and sometimes it does feel easier to just too far. I'm just gonna get drunk. I don't want to deal with this. I'm just gonna get drunk. Right. Um, so that's, that's where I'm at. And now I, I, if I feel like drinking and I'm in a bad mood or sad, or I had a bad day, I, I will do a million other things so that by the time that I, I can, I'm too tired or I don't, I don't want to, I'll, I'll try to only drink when it's in a celebratory mode, and then I'll also cut myself off at this point. Even if I'm yeah. like, I know, like I'm fine, I'm good, <laughs> I could do more, but that more turns into the most, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's an ongoing it's an ongoing thing, um, and for me, uh, once I accepted it, because at first it sucked. You know, it's like at first, it's idea of like make it go away. Well, I can't make it go away. That's what. That's why I came here. F- to you for make it go away it's like i'm gonna help you manage it better but i can't make it go away and i guess that's a type of surrender where i where i understand that it's never going to go away i have to be better about handling it that i that i understood like um that i just felt more comfortable with it like i got a i got a funky toe um (laughs) Unless I cut it off, that funky toe is going to stay funky for, the you know, forever. Uh, and now I don't think about it unless like I somehow have a misstep and I'm like, oh, right, that toe. But now I it's like, you know, it's in the back of my mind. I've learned motor skills to kind of compensate for that funky toe. I feel like I'm learning that uh, with uh, my inner demons. If you yeah. Know. Yeah. I I appreciate
0: you talking about that. And then, um, you know, in, in my family, uh, when it came to, to my uncles and, and grandparents, um, you know, alcohol was, was, was a big thing, right? Alcoholism was a big thing. Um, you know, sobriety homes, you know, a lot of my uncles were in there. Some, you know, it, it worked for them. Others it didn't, um, it affected their lives deeply. Right. And, um, you know, there's there's family members now that, that I want to help that, that are struggling with that. And and I don't think that gets talked about enough. You know, I think um, you know, we talk about drug addiction, we talk about we're talking about mental health a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Which is beautiful. I think, you know, struggling with like we talk about substance abuse, but but alcohol not as much, you know, in, in, in specific. Because it. it's uh,
1: legal and accepted.
0: Right, right. Right. But but it's 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 very um it's very heavy uh, for the individual that that is is going through it, you know, and um, it's very heavy for the families and, and and the friends that that have someone in in their lives, the special loved one. Um, you know, I have a loved one mm-hmm. that 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 uh, is is really close to me, and and I just don't know how to help them. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, what would you say? How 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 can I possibly go about it? You think? to, to make that connection. Like you said, you know, yeah. Hey, you can talk to me about it. I don't want to, you know, no, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I don't want to talk. Like I, 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 get that often, but like, is there, is there a way you think that that can possibly, I can open, open that door, open that window
1: uh, to help them? Yeah. It's, it's a slippery slope. Um, Don't take away the bottle. Just don't, because then then you become the bad guy. Um, I had a I had a really good friend who uh, who passed, but there was a there was a moment, nineteen maybe. just, uh, it was the beginning of an escalation for, for drinking, and, uh, friends didn't want to drink with me anymore, because it was just, dude, you just, you never end, bro, you're <laughs> fish, um, and, uh, and I was, like, one weekend, I was just trying to ask for a bunch of people, like, to come out, and and I finally just, say, oh, Nima, can I just come through, and he's like, yeah, yeah, come over, and, like, we're smoking, and we're just talking, this and that, and I'm walking around, and he's like... And this was at the time where I, I, there was a... Not an intervention, but it was like a... Like, beer pong tournament. Like, yo, dude, you took it too far. Like, you really gotta cool it down. Like, my cousin stopped talking to me. He's like, Un- unless you're, like, sober, I don't want to talk to you. And he did something that was counterintuitive, and I don't know if this would help for your family member, but for me, it was... I don't know, it, it felt different. And, and even though I didn't, I'm, 30, I'm about to turn 33 and I, even though I didn't address those issues until now, this moment kind of sticks in my mind and that's why I miss this guy so much because I wish he was here. But um, he went and he's like, he cracked the beer and he handed it to me. He's like, hey, you want a beer, man? And I was like, yeah. And when I tell you that I, I sipped the beer like I usually it's like oh beer right I sipped it and I just sat there and I talked to him and it, and it was this acceptance of like hey I'm not I'm not your keeper yeah I'm your friend and I'm here for you and if this is what you need right now I'd rather you do it with me here than you know you go and get a uh, you know a handle of vodka and just pour it down <laughs> right Um. Which I've done, um, yeah. So I, that that helped me at that moment, and it was this this idea of okay, all right, you're 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 willing to compromise. You don't want me to hurt myself. You don't want me to drown, but you underst- But you want me around. Yeah, you want me here, right? You invited me to your home when everyone else is like don't come to my house unless you're sober. And while I'm here, you're allowing me to 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 be who I was at that time, right? Um that was an that was that was a uh, the the first crack in the book if if you will. And again, that was 10 years ago, so maybe something that you do now will help him way down the road. Yeah. You got to trust that. Right, that it's not gonna happen tomorrow. There's yeah. nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Unfortunately, it's gonna help someone change their life by tomorrow. Cracking my head open didn't help me change my life by tomorrow. Um, now, remembering the times that I had to carry, you know, family members um, up the stairs because you know the guacariados and just like you know, hammered. But it's hey, it was it was Sunday. <laughs> right it was sunday um and now that i'm you know building my own family i you know i don't want them to have to do that with me yeah so that's another reason but that's something that i decided i had to pick that i had to be the one that said i don't want that right because all the times that everybody else told me that hey you got to stop that for me it never helped Um, but it's tough. So just be patient and be there, you know, in however, whichever way, you know, and it's difficult because it's like, oh, so you're, you know, other people will be like, so you'll, you'll tie the noose for them if they're saying that they're going to hang themselves. I don't know, but I'll stand there and talk to them as long as they need me to talk to them. And hopefully that's enough for them to push that another day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean for, for for my family member, um, he gets depressed mm. and, and depression uh takes him to, to, to alcohol, yeah. you know, and 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 my my parents, um, you know, my family, they um they tell me, right, like, hey, um what 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 can we do? And it's like yeah, I can't we can't do any I mean mm-hmm. I, you know, I can talk to I can talk and and like you said, I, I mean, I sort of do the whole, like giving, you know, this person the bottle, um, and in, in conversational in a conversational way, you mm-hmm. know, I'm like, Hey, like I'm not, cause, um, I think that's the most, the toughest thing is, is, um, I'm assuming aside from like the, the, the depressive state that one may be in and mm-hmm. that causes them to, to drink is, is they also feel like they're the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, You become the burden to everybody else, and then you're like, then I'm just, there there were times when I would be walking to and from a bar, um, and I would see just someone chilling on the street, you know, obviously, either with mental health issues or homeless, and I was like, hmm, I wouldn't be bothering anybody. I could keep doing what I need, what I want to do, and I wouldn't be bothering every anybody, and, you know. And you have these th- like for me, I have I think I have more anxiety than depression. So like my my drinking manifests itself in different ways, right? Um, thankfully, I've never had th- like you know dark thoughts of like ending anything, but disappearing. I've had that. Like I'm going to go live my life, however. I want to live it yeah. away from anybody else. That that I'm gonna inconvenience, right? Um, so just don't push that hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, th- yeah. I think I think that's the worst that 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 you can do is just is is, is push. You know, just sort of like walk with them, right? It's yeah. just more so the uh, the key, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's the, 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 yeah, the, the idea, the, the the walking along. You know. Um thankfully I've had uh friends who've have, who have done that with me. It's like, "Oh, you need to All right? I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going to stop you from doing it, but I'm not going nowhere, right?" Yeah. And then like and, and that for me there was moments where I was like, "Okay. For you, bro. For you I'll I'll, I'll try something different, right? Or you know, for, for my wife, like, you know, I got to I got to try something different. Right, because yeah. You you you've been through it. You but you and you and you're here. Right? Yeah. She's a little heavier handed, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but, but yeah. At the same time, you know, it's the the, the 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 spark had to come from from me, and at least for me, it, it would have never worked otherwise. I don't smoke. Don't drink. I've never. Oh. Never What's have. Saying? I'm not showing off. I'm just saying. I
0: have always, I was always judged um, for not drinking. Hey. I was in, you know, I, so I come from like the the entertainment, like DJing. Right, and right, right, right. Hosting, like the club scene, like all that. And they look at me like, wait, you don't drink? Like, what? You're weird, right? Like, yeah. So I dealt with that, which is, that's yeah. the other side of the coin, I guess. Um Eventually people were just like. Here, here's a water bottle. Here's a, a red bull yeah. or whatever, you know.
1: Uh is- <laughs> Sprite <laughs> is my drink of choice. As- yeah. So, I I I met Chewie when I was doing um, music videos and directing them or producing them and stuff like that. And that was like, I would every time I was like Chewy, here's a breeze. Like I'm not drinking tonight. What? I'm not. I'm not. And I've only drank with Chewie in the seven eight years that I've known him. Twice. And it's always like a drink, yeah, yeah. right? So I was like, I don't know. I, I always found that interesting. Like someone who, like you said, is so immersed in something that you would consider a 24-7 party. Yeah. do not party that way.
0: Yeah. Right. Man, I, I appreciate you talking about that. I, I really, really do. And, you know, um, definitely one of the most um, powerful conversations that we've had, you know on the show and 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 I thank you for that seriously yeah um now uh shifting gears here <laughs> <laughs> um we uh do something called um rapid fire with Julio Macías favorite
1: spanish word it's supposed to be fra- ra- rapid fire uh, i mean first thing that pops up the first thing that popped in was Parangaricutirimicuaro, but that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Parangaricutirimicuaro.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> the... yeah, it's a word. Uh, guajolote. Guajolote. Yeah. Paranga- Parangaricutirimicuaro, that is, is that like a, 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 a I think city? It's a, I think it's a tongue twister. Is is it just a tongue twister? I, I thought it was also a town somewhere. Oh, man, I don't know. We got we got to Google that later. cutiri mi There's a song about it too. See, I, I can say it because I remember the song. Uh, it was parangari mi Anyway. Speaking of music. Speaking of music. Salsa or merengue? Salsa. Favorite Latino food dish? Uh, Tacos al pastor. Mm. Best song to play at a party? Ooh.
1: um, Probably not, but I'm really into Cien Años right now. Best singer of all time?
0: Best singer, Andrea Bocelli? You bump André Buccelli? No, but I'm just trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you you're, you, you drove over here yeah. like... Oh. No. <laughs> oh, this guy gets down. <laughs> uh, what's a nickname of yours that no one really knows about?
1: <laughs> nene, nene Nene. Nene Nene. Nene Nene. Who calls you Nene Nene? Uh, my, so I, I referred to myself as that when I was a kid. So like for a long time. Oye nene. Oye nene nene. Nice. Uh
0: Parangari could be Would have been a better a better name, I think. Right? Um try saying it, Fred. I don't think that's the first name. Fred just said para para para, para la otra vez, la otra vez <laughs> Well, Julio, I appreciate you. Thank you, ne yeah. ne, ne, ne <laughs> for coming by, Dang. Mondo and Friends. Thank you as well for listening to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon.